Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Sincerely Shatea podcast. I am your host, Shatea. I am trying to wrap my brain around what I just read from Britney Spears' ex-husband. Listen, I, it's a lot. There are documentaries out about this free Britney situation, this conservatorship that she's under where she is pretty much a prisoner. She's funding her own imprisonment because her father is a piece of shit. Her little sister is also a piece of shit. And it is absolutely insane. So I just got this information from People Magazine, I believe. Hold on, let me make sure I'm right. There's a lot going on here. Free Britney Live on Twitter. So, there's an exclusive statement from Britney's first husband, Jason Alexander. And it says... Now, this is the guy that she went to Vegas with and she married. And it only lasted for, I think, a day. It says, I was forced to sign an NDA, but cannot in good faith stay silent about the things I saw happening. Even back in the day, we all saw signs of Jamie's greed. Jamie is Britney Spears' father. He had his daughter on a tight chain... Then, just like he does now. I don't want to get into too much because it ain't my story to be telling. But, when Britney does finally do any interview or write a book or whatever she chooses to do, if she chooses to do that, I can say with fact that the things she reveals will be bone chilling to the core. Her testimony last week doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of everything she's had to endure. And it goes beyond the 13-year conservatorship. Jamie Lynn, who is Britney Spears' little sister, also hasn't had a conversation with Brett in almost a year, so I don't know what that Brett was sprouting off about yesterday. I know I'm really just an outsider in all of this, and most don't care to hear my opinion, but I think at this point it's obvious any and everyone only wants Brett help, happy and healthy. Listen... This shit is like, it makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because, yo, this is Britney Spears. She's an icon. She is like the pop star of pop stars. And she's going through this. This is, not only is it is it creepy and it's scary and, you know, As days go on, we're going to learn more. But it's so extremely sad. And what I can say, and I'm very happy to say, is that Brittany is still here with us to tell her side of the story. Because I don't know if this has happened to anyone else in this way, but I don't think a lot of people would be able to to, uh, make it. If you know what I mean. Through something like this. Unfortunately, I don't know enough to break it all down. I have not sat and read and gone through everything like everyone else has. So, um, the only thing I can do is tell you all. If you're listening, you probably know 
all the Bravo accounts that have broken this down and where you can get all this information from. But I will let you know by the end of the podcast where to go if you need more information on Free Britney. Now, let's start with what happened yesterday. So, Ray J and Wendy Williams stepped out in New York City yesterday and it was like this big deal. Oh my God, is Ray J dating Wendy Williams? First of all, are y'all, what is the problem? What is the problem? That man is married to Princess. I know it hasn't stopped him from cheating before. I I get it. But come on. Do you think that Ray J is dumb enough to... to, Really, y'all? Y'all don't think highly of Ray J at all, do you? All Wendy wrote on her Instagram was, Guess who's treating me to lunch? He's very cute and very married. I'm close to his family and he's my little brother. That's it. That's all I need to know. I knew that they weren't dating. I just, it just is not, it didn't sit well with my spirit, right? So when I saw the picture, the first thing that popped in my head was, oh, okay, I wonder where they're going. Because it wasn't that they were dating. I don't, you all hop on to this thing. You see two people together and you automatically assume that they're dating. That is not the case. Don't you walk down the street with your friends sometimes? Don't you, I, I mean, what? What? I'm so super excited about these Olympics, okay? Because first of all, you know, we could not have them last year because of Corona. And I was like, oh my goodness, are they going to postpone it and and let us have it this year? I I just can't wait. Gymnastics was yesterday. The last um, trials for gymnastics was yesterday. There's a young lady named Jordan. She, um, in terms of her skill set, she's right behind Simone Biles. She is black and something else. I'm not sure. Um, she's a beast. She's a beast. She will be going to Tokyo as well as Simone. I'm not sure who else is going because, of course, sometimes my brain goes somewhere else. And I ended up turning on Bravo and, what do you know, Below Deck Mediterranean is on. I don't like, I don't, I don't like it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't like this season or whatever. I, I just It's just not for me. I don't like the cast. They don't do it for me. I Where's Hannah? That's why. Where is Hannah? I don't like the other people. But anyway, um, I'm really excited. I watched the um, track and field, which was really, really good. Shout out to Shakari. Oh my gosh, they're calling her the next Flojo. She's amazing. She, I love her long nails. I love her nose rings. I love the different color hair that she sports. I love her eyelashes. I just love her. I love her attitude. I love how focused she is. Um, Allison Felix is coming back. This is going to be her last Olympic Games. She's amazing as well. There's so many amazing people on this team, on this track and field team. Then we have another girl. I think her name is Brittany, if I'm not mistaken. Brittany has an English accent. Um, she's amazing. She beat Allison Felix. Allison Felix in the child. I don't even know. I don't know the numbers to the races and all that. I just know. 10,000 meters is when you have to go around the track 20 times. Because I watched that. I have to find that girl's name. I think her name was Sassin. Her last name is Sassin. 
Let me tell you something about about sis. Like she was in the front in the beginning. Now and then she was like in the back and they were thinking, you know, the commentators were talking and they were like, you know, we don't know if she's going to really push herself to get ahead here because she's already going to Tokyo, right? She's already got another thing that she needs to prepare for. So does she want it that bad? It doesn't really matter because she's still going to go if she doesn't win this. Does she want it that bad that she's able to push herself to do this? Let me tell you something, y'all. There was no pushing, okay? There was no pushing. Ma'am, there was... I don't know what was in her, okay? I don't I don't understand what was in this lady. But she was in the back. And then she got in the front. And she was in the front so much that she passed the people that were way, way behind. So she kind of did like an overlap situation. It was unbelievable. It was so exciting to watch. So shout out to her. She's getting married in the fall. I believe that her husband is her coach. We have the black girl who is from, I believe she's from Trenton, if I'm not mistaken. She is, oh no, I'm lying. I'm sorry. There is another black girl. She runs, I don't know, y'all. Please don't. She's from the Sudan. I don't remember her name. Beautiful, tall, chocolate, just stunning girl. And she looks like a gazelle. She's beautiful. But then we have another girl who is a wrestler. I don't know. I don't remember her name. But she has a commercial on the Olympic Channel. So you will see her. Um, then we have the girl who throws the metal ball. I'm sure if y'all got TikTok, if y'all got a Twitter, if y'all got an Instagram, y'all have seen this lady. She is a beast. She has muscles galore. She has like a highlighter green shortcut. Listen, the girls that throw the, I think it's called the javelin, like the spear. Those two ladies, there are two white girls. One's a brunette, one's a blonde. Those two girls, they're beasts. The guys running track. Dude that does the hurdles. I don't know his name. I don't know these people's names. Some people I do know, some people I don't. But he won. He was amazing. It just looked like you were watching, like, I don't know, like... Oh, gosh, he didn't mess up not one bit. Everybody is amazing. I am so, so, so pumped for this Olympics. Kim Kardashian, it was just announced yesterday that she, her company Skims, will be the U.S. Olympic team's loungewear and sleepwear brand throughout the whole Olympics. Has that ever been done before? Has it ever been done before? I can't... I mean, if it has been done before, I don't think it was much of an announcement because it was probably one of the big brands anyway, so it wasn't really a big deal like a Nike or an Adidas um, or an Under Armour. But I don't think Under Armour has, like, really loungewear pajamas. Let me tell you something. Y'all, you may not like her. <laughs> but Kim Kardashian is doing a damn thing because Skims is the shit. Skims is very inclusive in size. Skims is goes from I think a uh, extra small, extra extra small, maybe a double X, double XS, all the way up to a five X. So Kim is including everybody. She has all different types of uh, different wear. She has the terry cloth. She has the spandex. She Miss Ma'am is doing it all. She's doing it all. The skims really suck you in. Um, 
they're hard to put on, but once you get them on, they ain't moving. So you ain't got to worry about that. So you know what? Congratulations, Kim. And speaking of Kim Kardashian, let's talk about somebody that she dated once upon a time. Nick Cannon. Okay. Nick Cannon is expecting another child. He now has six children and four different babies' mothers. Let's go down the list before we get into my disgust. We got Mariah Carey, who was his ex-wife. We all know that. She is the mother of the twins, Moroccan and Monroe. So, Rock and Row. We have Brittany Bell. She is the mother of Golden, Sagan, and Powerful Queen. Then we have Abby De La Rosa. She is his current girlfriend. She's the mother of his twins that were just born in June of this year. Then we have Alyssa Scott. She's pregnant with his son. So that means he cheated on her. Then he was also dating Lanissa Nicole. If you don't know her, I believe her name is Lanissa Nicole. If you don't know her, then you need to get yourself together because she was the black girl that played on a Bronx Hill. The pretty black girl. Yes, 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 yes. What is her name? I'm looking at her, her name now, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. I am so wrong. Okay, wait a minute. I am so wrong. That is not the girl that played in the Bronx Tale. Though they do look very, very, very similar. This is the girl that was in the front end video with um, Lauren London. Um, I don't know her name, but I follow her on... <laughs> I follow her on Instagram because on Valentine's Day... Nick Cannon was being a disgusting person. Lanisha. Yes, I said it. Lanisha Cole is her name. And she was one of his girlfriends at the time. I don't know if they're still dating. But he was with her. He was with another lady. It's just an absolute mess. I don't know how anybody could allow that. We, you know, there were jokes cracked on black Twitter. You know, black Twitter, they're never going to let anything go by and not joke about it. There's going to be a few jokes. Um, I believe he was kind of probably, like, trending on Twitter because everybody was making these jokes. But let me just say from experience, right? As a child of, um, how do I put this in a politically, you know what? I'm not here for being politically correct. So, as a child who has siblings that have different mothers, it's not fun. And the reason it's not fun is because everybody is raised differently, right? And when you're raised differently, there's not a cohesive spirit there, right? So it's very difficult to come together and do things together when people are raised differently and they are, um... You, you don't, you, his children, they don't all live in the same vicinity, right? Their moms don't all live in the same vicinity. This is not a sister-wife situation. This is not where they all live in a cul-de-sac and there's three, four houses in a cul-de-sac and everybody lives there so the kids can go knock on the door. I'm like, okay, my brother and sister come out and play. It's not like that. They all live in different spaces, okay? So, 
it's going to be up to Nick Cannon and the mothers to get these children together. And they're only going to see each other not often, especially when it comes to Mariah's kids. Because I don't think she's really down for that shit. So, it's, it's very difficult. You know what I mean? It's very reckless. It's very selfish. And then after all of the discussion about why exactly is Nick Cannon having all these fucking kids, okay? He had, he's had four in the last year. There was a video that resurfaced, and I don't remember who was interviewing him, but Nick Cannon was talking about the fact that he almost died before, and he has a certain condition where he can just, he can be gone at any moment. So I, the consensus is that maybe he is afraid that he is not going to be on this earth um, um, a lot longer. So he is just swiftly impregnating women so he can have as much how as many children on earth as possible that is so fucking irresponsible yo that is so irresponsible then you have people talking about what well, he has the money he can take care of him it is not about money it is not about money at all it is about your children being together them being raised together so they can be siblings and, and be in a cohesive healthy environment and have healthy relationships with one another when you don't do that you fuck shit up we don't know how the moms are going to interact with one another I don't know if this is some kind of cult shit that they all got together and put their hands on a damn stone or something and said a prayer and you know they decided they're, they're all going to get along and be sister wives and like, we don't know what's going on here but from the outside looking in this shit is disgusting okay it's disgusting so then as I'm listening to Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop podcast She's really close with the Kardashians. So she said before Kim got famous, she was actually dating Nick Cannon. This we know. And she said that he wanted her to have his babies. And he told her he was going to put her up in the house in Hidden Hills if she had his babies. And Heather was like, nah, don't do that. That's crazy. You're much more than that. You know, you have so much ahead of you in life and all that stuff. And thank God she said that. I don't think she necessarily talked Kim out of it. But she pushed her. I don't think... I think Kim was probably on edge anyway. But she kind of pushed her over the edge like, girl, this is not something you want to do. And I'm glad Kim didn't do it because what the fuck is this shit? And these other women, we don't know them. They are not... I don't know if they're career women or anything. They are not celebrity women. They are not women that are... That make their own money in the way that I know. I know that one of them was a wild and out girl. And I'm going to leave it at that. Imagine my surprise when I got an alert on my phone saying that Tristan Thompson was caught cheating. Yet again. 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 So, yep. Mm Mm-hmm. But don't imagine my surprise because there was no surprise there. I, we knew he was going to do it again. This man... First of all, there's a lot of, there are a lot of stereotypical things that I could say about certain kind of men. Baby, if you are a black woman and you know where Tristan comes from, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. But I'm going to pivot away from that and I'm going to, I'm going to do something else and I'm going to say, well, he's a Pisces man. So, okay. They're very manipulative people, um, and they're very conniving, 
and they're super sensitive and they will make you feel even if they're dead wrong that you did something wrong so i am not surprised that tristan did it again and you know what chloe god damn it now here's the problem I know that you cannot say anything about a relationship and what you would do until you are in that situation and you're in the moment, right? Because usually when you're on the outside looking in, you say one thing, but if you're in the inside, you do something else. I get it. I understand that. But enough is enough. We are tired. Not just Khloe Kardashian. We the people, we're tired of this relationship. It needs to be over. I understand that Tristan is True's father. And I kind of understand Chloe wanting to have another baby with the same man, right? You can't be in that club, baby girl. Because this, this is toxic, okay? And your daughter is going to grow up and she's going to read this stuff and she's going to look at you like, well, what the hell was wrong with you? Why would you still stick with him? It doesn't make any sense because you're not going to be able to explain it to her. So you got to let it go. You got to cut the cord. You actually should have the, cut the cord before you was even born. That cord should have been cut because... I understand that people make mistakes and people cheat, but there is a special place in hell for a man that cheats on a woman when she is pregnant, okay? And Tristan not only cheated with one person, I believe he cheated with two or three women. Absolutely not. So let's just talk about what Tristan did. Okay, so apparently he went to a party that was thrown by none other than Drake. And Drake was throwing this party for a very well-known bodyguard. So Tristan apparently, allegedly, was heard telling people that he was single. Apparently this is a thing that he does. So, if the people know that, because I'm sure there were a lot of people there that read the blogs and all that stuff, they know what he does. We know his patterns now. He said he was single, and then he entered the room, a room, with three women for 30 minutes. I'm not sure what can happen in 30 minutes. I don't have the imagination for that, but I know that whatever happened in that room was not good, and it was disrespectful to Chloe. So with that being said, what we believe now from all of the cryptic messages that Khloe Kardashian has posted and in her Instagram stories like she usually does, we are sensing that they are over. How many times can you let someone play in your face? Not just in private. And what I mean by in private is... Us regular-ass people, people may know shit, but it's not on the Jumbotron screen. So, it's, in, in that scope, on that scale, it's private. This is Jumbotron screen shit. The Kardashians are one of the most famous families in the entire world. So, Chloe is being played, okay? Something that she has allowed. She 
is being played numerous times over and over and over again. When will you stop letting this man make you look like a fool? When will you stop making yourself look like a fool? Just because that is that man's daughter that you birthed, y'all have a child together, does not mean he has to be in your life in a romantic way. And I also want to say something that has really nothing to do with this, but a lot to do with this. Chloe can do a lot better than him. I promise you. Every person that she had before Tristan was better than Tristan. Lamar, even when he was drugged out, was better than Tristan. James Harden. Corny-ass French Montana. All better than Tristan Thompson. I did not understand what it was about Tristan that Chloe liked. I knew he was much younger than her. Um, I think Tristan may be either my age or a little bit younger than me. I'm 29. His birthday, we have the same birthday. It's very unfortunate. And I, th- I, I think he's younger than me, probably by, by a year. So I think he just turned 28, if I'm not mistaken. I could be. But I was like, okay, you know, they like black guys. And I'm like, okay, he's an NBA player, black guy. You know, does, does this man have swag? It doesn't seem to me that this man has swag. And then one day I heard him open his mouth and speak and I almost choked. There's no swag in his voice. You know how men have bass in their voice and they, you know, they have a manly voice. This dude talks like, oh my gosh, I can't even explain it. It just gives me the creeps. It just gives me the creeps. And I'm like, Chloe, really? This guy? This is who you laid down and had a baby with? Just on the voice alone, y'all, I wouldn't have been able to do it. No shade. But I just wouldn't have been able to do it. He is just really not what's popping. Which is why you'll probably never see him with um a black girl with swag. Not saying that his other baby's mother, Jordan, she's a very pretty girl, but she is um, the cousin of Kevin Hart's wife, Aniko, and I think that should tell you all you need to know about that. Thank you. I'm kidding, but I'm not. But there's no swag there. You know what I mean? There's no swag there when it comes to Jordan. Jordan's a very sweet, nice girl. Um... He wouldn't be able to date somebody like Justine Sky or Chloe Bailey or I know they're younger, but still, they're in their twenties. Um, or even Lori Harvey. You have to have some kind of swag to deal with that caliber of a woman. And Tristan doesn't have it. So in my book, um, you know, he he's not all he's cracked up to be. 
you'll see when you when you look at all of the women that he allegedly slept with and the women that are talking about oh you know he's the father of my child whatever could very well be true there is one girl who i believe they did actually do a dna test and he is not the father of her child but i think someone else came forth saying that he is the father of her child but if you look at all these women you can see that there's a there's um a very mm, distinct similarity you know, between them. And those are usually the girls that date men that don't really have any swag anyway. And then when, or if they do get a man that has swag, they, they can't relate. You know what I mean? That relationship is very transactional in a very surface way. And so that's all I'm going to say about that. Well, so the BET Awards came on on Sunday night, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't know what's coming on. I didn't know who was going to host. I didn't know anything about anything. The red carpet. Um, interesting. I really like that people are following the model of the Grammys. I thought the Grammys was really cool. I thought the Oscars was really cool, too. I liked how they had people sitting outside at, like, you know, at tables. It looked like they were at an outdoor dinner. Very pretty, very chic. I liked it. Um, let's talk about Coyla Ray. Now, that's the rapper. I don't know what she is. Rapper, singer. She sings that stupid song about a party. Everybody was talking about her body. And y'all have to stop this when women are not as quote-unquote shapely as you think women should be. You say that they're built like boys. You have to stop that body shaming. I think they're so stupid and ignorant and wrong. I would like to talk about Koi Ray's rapping. And her music. It's absolutely horrible. Why don't you all tell her that? Instead of trying to shame her for her body. And then you all talk about why the girls are getting the BBLs. And the liposuctions. And all of this. You just, oh, I don't understand why anybody would do that. And y'all are just doing too much. Da, 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 da. But then you're bullying this young lady about her body. What do you expect women to do when you bully them about their bodies what do you expect what i would expect is for you all to turn on your ears and realize that this young lady's music is trash let's encourage her to write better or have someone to write for her and let's encourage the people around her to get some skill and teach her what real music is. Because I don't know what she's doing. And a lot of this stuff and this music that you all like is absolute trash. And like I said before on Twitter, I'm just going to be stuck in the 90s and the early 2000s. Because I, I can't go any further. I can't go up until this time. I don't know what's going on. I know the City Girls. I know Megan. I know Lil Baby. I know the baby. Let's talk about the baby and his performance. That, my dear, was a hot mess, okay? The backing track was not synced up with his voice. He had that big baby on stage. I don't understand what's going on there. 
he's a grown man. He may be small, but he's a grown man. And we have to stop this nonsense with this baby on stage in a diaper. What, what, what are we, in the Rugrats? It's absolutely ridiculous, and it serves him right for what he pulled on Twitter when it came to Megan Thee Stallion. When she made a subliminal comment, I guess, about people working with Terry Lanes, the baby was one of them. He clapped back. It became this thing. And then Party, who is Megan's boyfriend, jumped in it. And, you know, the baby is very cocky. He's very cocky. And he's very cocky because he has swag. And he has a very nice voice. And he can get away with a lot of shit. But see, God works in very mysterious ways. And let me tell you something. That performance was karma. It was. It was absolutely horrible. And he should have been ashamed of himself. I did love the opening number with Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby. I thought it was wonderful. Taraji P. Henson. She was funny a little bit. Um, I, I liked it. Um, I can't say I necessarily enjoyed her hosting. She doesn't need to come back. She looked amazing. Um, that's all. That That's all I, I got for Taraji. Oh, the other red carpet moment that I really enjoyed was Lotto. Big Lotto. And Lil' Kim actually meeting each other for the first time. And Kim was so sweet. Kim is always so sweet to the new girls. I really love that about Lil' Kim. She really is a girl's girl. She really is, period. I did not enjoy Lotto's choice of gal. Um, the stripper hills with the old Hollywood gal and the old Hollywood hair. It was a lot for me. Um, it was the stripper hills. They got me. I, I, what, what's, what's the, what's the attire? What are we doing here? What's the theme? I didn't understand. Um, so what is that lady's name? Seven. I liked Seven's outfit. I thought it was very sexy. It was very cute. Um, I'm just not a fan of Seven. I'm not a fan of her music. I don't like the fact... Now, now, bear with me. A lot of you may feel much differently than I do. When samples are taken from songs that came out... I guess 20 years ago. Whatever. When samples are taken from... The time that we were born, okay? I have an issue with that because the songs are not that old, right? She does that a lot. She takes a lot of melodies and she takes a lot of instrumentals and she samples. And she writes these songs and they're not good. They're just not, I don't know. They're, they're not good to me. I just, I, I'm good on Seven Streeter. God bless her, though. Beautiful. Beautiful girl. Um, Lil' Kim says she wants to do a versus with Nikki. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, I don't know if she's extending an olive branch. I don't think you can extend an olive branch to someone like Nikki Minaj. I think you need to leave her in her corner where she is. 
and and just be the light and the blessing and the legend that you are, little Kim. And, you know, maybe do one with Foxy Brown. Maybe do a um a ladies' night, right? Where we have um a lot of the female rappers and you'll surprise us with some. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a versus, but maybe a versus concert. I think that would be really, really fun, really, really nice. But you don't need to include that lady in the festivities. She she can just stay where she is in her Crocs and um in her chains and her wigs by Tay and, you know, do what she does, whatever it is that she does. You don't have to include her. Um, Megan Thee Stallion's situation was okay. The performance was okay. I love the fact that she came out real, like, she looked like Mary J. Blige, okay? I like the tribute that she gave to George Michael in the beginning when she said, I am not, um, trying to seduce you. And she pulled the veil off that was from one of his videos from back in the day. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was beautiful. But there was something off about that performance, too. I don't know if it was the audience participation. I don't know if it was the lighting. It was like I wasn't getting the vibe. I I had more fun watching the verses between Bow Wow and Soulja Boy than I did watching the BET Awards. And that says a lot. Um... I love the the Queen Latifah honor honoring situation. That was beautiful. I've never seen Queen Latifah cry. So I it was nice to see her get emotional. It was nice to to see her thank her her father who was with us and her mother who was no longer with us and to thank her wife. Finally. Finally. And for her to end it with Happy Pride was really nice. Listen, Queen Latifah is that girl. Um, Queen Latifah is of very one of very few music artists that was able to transform and go into acting. Right? Um, her, Will Smith, um, LL Cool J, I don't know. I could be missing somebody, but those three, yeah, those three, they they're good. And um, um, common too. But I don't think he's. I think he acted in not that many movies, but he's a good actor too. But those three, yeah, very special. Queen Latifah had her own daytime talk show. Queen Latifah was. I mean, she's done it all, wasn't she? Um, in Chicago on Broadway. Queen Latifah has really, truly done it all. The face of CoverGirl for the Queen collection. She had her own collection. Um, I also think she is a spokesperson for L'Oreal, if I'm not mistaken. Like, what? She gets the checks. She gets the bag. I love Queen Latifah, and it was about damn time that they honored the Queen. The DMX Tribute just was the highlight of the night for me. It was absolutely beautiful. Method Man. I love the fact that he came out rapping exactly like DMX. Exactly like him. 
It was, uh it just the chills, the, the respect. It was beautiful. Now, Michael K. Williams, now hold on now, because he scared me. He scared me. Michael K. Williams, y'all, if you don't know, he's an actor. Um, very, very talented man. He came out, bald head, beard. He looked like DMX. He embodied DMX. When I, you know so, how sometimes you're not paying attention to the TV when you hear something like, oh shoot, okay. So you look up and I looked up and I literally, I, the, I, I, it scared me. For like 0.5 seconds, it actually did scare me because I was like, what is going on? Am I the only one seeing this? Is that DMX? Beautiful, beautiful tribute to DMX. We had Lauren London come out. She acknowledged a young lady who took the cell phone video of George Floyd being murdered. Um, she looked beautiful. Very well rested. Um, I like Lauren London. I can't wait to see Lauren London in more things. I know she was in that movie with Michael J. What do they call him? Michael B. Jordan, not Michael J. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. I'm tripping. I know she was in that movie with him, but I would like to see her in a role where she is, like, maybe the main character. Like, we need her back. We need her back to do what she does. She's a she's a good actress. Um, Little Nas X. Oh, my God. The tribute to Michael Jackson, the Remember the Time tribute. I loved, 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 loved it. I loved it so much. It was beautiful. You know, it is just Lil Nas X for me. It's Montero for me. He is just so confident, right, in who he is. He don't give a damn what you say about him. Okay? He is going to do what he wants to do. And at the end, at the end, baby, when he kissed that guy, I was like, yes, it is about damn time. It was very reminiscent of the Madonna, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera situation at the MTV Awards. But this was just something really special and it was really special because there's a lot of homophobia in the black community right black people the men and the women especially the men okay the i mean i'm sorry especially the cisgender women they take the language from the black gays they they do what the black gays do but they're homophobic no not not gonna not gonna work anymore. So when you see that happening, I'm encouraging all of you to call that out. There was a nice discussion about that on Twitter today. I really enjoyed that discussion. I did not add my two cents, but I love to see the girls get red, honey, because they are trash. They're homophobic trash and they need to be red. So I like that Lil Nas X did what he did. I love the encouragement that he got from our community. And, you know, the people that hate, that's too damn bad. Because if we could watch the ass shaking that we watched last night, 
all the ass shaking. I'm sorry, not last night, but on Sunday night, all the ass shaking and the rap about sex and all that stuff. We could we could watch him kiss another man. It it is it, it wasn't gonna kill you. It wasn't going to kill you. The City Girls performance, they tried. You know what I'm saying? Um, they did their very best. It was very talent show. I am so sick of that song, aren't you? When I do my dance, I invite these to the band. They see I'm playing. Oh my God. It's like TikTok has ruined that for me. TikTok has ruined a lot of songs for me. It has. It's ruined a lot of songs for me. Hasn't ruined that. Hands on my knees, I can answer with that shit. I, I haven't been um, sick of that song yet. It's coming. It's coming. But JT and Carisha, bless. Bless. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time, but bless. A lot of people think that Chloe and Hallie were... They were scammed, honey. They were duped. And it's because that group that Bruno Mars claims he's in, that two-people group, Silk the... What is... I don't know those... I don't know what the group is called because I don't pay attention to it. But the Leave the Door Open group, right? I thought it was a joke. I didn't think they were really a group, but apparently they are a group and they're getting booked as a group. And they won the award. And I'm like, do we know what Chloe and Holly did throughout the pandemic? They gave us. They gave us a Beyonce U2 level kind of entertainment in their backyard. That alone, that deserves its own category. We needed a best performance during the pandemic award. and But they were completely skipped over. And you know what? I love how Chloe is so classy. She encourages everyone. She didn't say a bad word about anybody. She was just happy to be there. I love that girl. Also, her. The singer, her. I, I, I like her. I like her a lot. I love how talented she is. She is absolutely, undoubtedly, one of the most talented people in this generation of entertainment. She plays the piano. She plays the guitar and she sings. She sings. It is beautiful to witness. But I'll tell you something. With all of these things that she does and how talented she is, she's boring. She is boring. And I couldn't quite put my finger on what is it about this young lady that I am just not here for. Because I think she's very talented. And I like her talent. But I'm not enthused. And I was on Twitter, of course, I love to be on Twitter when there's an award show going on or when there is a new TV show or a new movie coming out. I just love to be on Twitter. It's a good time to be on Twitter. And somebody said, well, she's boring. And I said, oh, my God. I had an aha moment. She's boring. I personally really, truly enjoy when she's doing tributes to people. She did a tribute to Elton John recently, and it was everything. The people in the audience, their mouths were on the floor because she executed that so beautifully. And I know that she can't do tributes every day, all day. I understand. 
But I'm just not enthused by her music, by her songs. It just, oh, I don't, I can't even really explain what it is. It just doesn't do it for me. That's okay. I guess that's okay. Just, it just doesn't, just doesn't do it for me. That last performance with DJ Khaled and I think Lil Baby and Megan, I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, let's talk about the Migos and Cardi. I was very surprised to see Cardi come out and she's showing her little baby bump. When I first looked at the screen, I was like, huh. Okay, her stomach, is her stomach big? We all know I wasn't wearing my glasses, so I didn't know what was going on. I was like, is her stomach, do we see a protruding belly? Or, you know, maybe it's not flattering on her, this outfit. And I'm thinking, no, this is Cardi B. Oh, this is a baby bump. That was very exciting for me. I thought it was a great way to tell everybody that she was pregnant. And then as soon as she got off the stage, there was an uploadation of maternity photos and they were beautiful very very beautiful my favorite happens to be the one with chi and culture and the uh head the white the white ensemble with the head wraps and the gold earrings stunning absolutely beautiful so congratulations to cardi b and offset after the bet awards there was a show created by dj cassidy called pass the mic Oh my gosh, why have I never heard of this before? This was everything to me. It just, oh, my heart was so full because it's all the songs that I love, all the songs from when I was a teenager, and I was just in here getting my life. We had Nelly come up with, it's getting hot in her. We had Sean Paul. I think he did get busy. Done shake that booty nonstop when the beat drop. Beanie Man and Maya. Zigazal, zigazal, zigazal. Oh my God, I love that song. Take the stars out the sky for you. There's nothing in this world that I wouldn't do. Maya looks the same. She has not aged. She looks amazing. Tamia and Fabulous came on. They killed it. I cannot stand Fabulous. If you know me, you know why he likes to knock people's teeth out of their mouths. Khalees came and she did. My milkshake brings that up to the yard. And they're like, it's better than yours. Akon came and he did. Been noticing you. Noticing me. Um, Jadakiss, um, I think he did the song Knock Yourself Out. Mr. Cheeks turned it around. Let me see something. Well, me, for real, it's going to be something. Ray J came in and did Wait a Minute. I was like, where's Little Kim with the towel that I watch out now? It's the little one, and I'm not Bow Wow. I was waiting for her to come. Wayne Wonder with no letting go, no holding back. Then we had music. I don't remember what song Music Soul Child did. Oh. Mm. I don't remember. I don't know if it was... I don't know. I don't remember. Mr. Cheeks did. I think I said Mr. Cheeks. Lights, camera, action. Sunshine, Sunshine Anderson came with. Come home late. It seems you barely beat the sun. Tap my shoulder. Thinking you gonna get your son. That reminds me of my mom. Because me and my mom would 
play that song over and over and over and over and over again. But that was such a good show. That needs to come on every week. More people. I need more people for the culture. Let's do it. I need it. So the Bow Wow and Soldier Boy versus probably the most entertaining versus I have ever seen. It was fun. They were cracking jokes on each other. Wow. I knew Bow was going to win because, I mean, that's my era. So I know that. But Bow Wow has a stage presence about him. And it's very beautiful. And I liked it because he's a grown man now. And it was like, he was like, I don't care if I haven't made music in a long time. I'm going to perform these songs. These are my hits. I love my songs. I'm going to give it to the fans. But let, let me let me say something about the Versus fans. The, the fans that are physically there. I don't like them. Okay? I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't like them. They don't have enough energy for me. I don't know if they need a few Red Bulls. I don't need. I don't know if they need some Four Locos. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if people need to slip them some cocaine. I have no idea. They don't move. They don't scream. They're not into it. I just don't understand. Soldier Boy kept playing one song over and over again. And I was like, baby, you got to let it go. Then he was like, oh, this came from the queen herself. Then we got to hear Nicki Minaj's voice on this thing. So, I, child, I don't give a damn. Turn this shit off. And then, you know, I always knew that Soulja Boy wasn't really that much of a quote-unquote a lyricist. His songs are really corny. They are really corny, and he was just talking shit over a beat, and that's it. And Bow Wow is more of a lyricist. I appreciate that more, which is why I like Bow Wow a lot more than I do Soulja Boy. Um, Soulja Boy is very entertaining. And I think that's what I like about Soulja Boy. He's very entertaining. I love the banter of uh, going back and forth. I love that Omarion came out. Oh my god, the man is beautiful. He is so... He's beautiful. I'm not cute, not sexy. No, beautiful. He is a vision. The long braids. Child, I don't know if he was wearing a kimono. I don't know what was going on there, but it was silk. It had flowers on it. It, it, was, it was giving me very much geisha girl, right? And... Wow, I think he had Tim's on, and I think he had on jeans. It was just beautiful. And uh, um, from what I know, I heard that the Millennium Tour was sold out, so that's disappointing. But from the cities that I saw, it's not Philadelphia, so I think I'm good there. I will go, though. Oh, I will go. Oh, I'm there. I am there. I am so excited to see all of them on stage again i remember when i went to the millennium tour i remember exactly what i wore i remember how happy i was it was my second concert ever my first was the brandy never say never tour my last was beyonce mrs carter's tour and oh my gosh i just remember all of the fun that i had that night it was beautiful and i can't wait to see them again fantastic job. When Soldier Boy brought Romeo out, I was like, oh my god, please don't get to fighting on the verses. I love the sportsmanship from Bow Wow. Um, I loved what Romeo had to say. I think a lot of people try to dissect what he said when he said that Soldier Boy was like LeBron, he was like Kobe, and Bow Wow was Michael Jordan. They tried to dissect that shit. It was like, no, babe, y'all stupid. Y'all know what he was trying to say. Y'all just want to be assholes, so just stop. 
I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it so much, I'd watch it again. How about that? That's how good that Versus was. It gave us what we needed. It gave us what we didn't expect. It was really fun, and it was very funny. It was comical. It was so out of the ballpark of what a Versus is supposed to be. It was just... It just seemed like teenagers just going against the grain. And... I think a lot of us that are in there, we still feel like teenagers. We don't feel like adults. So I thought that was really fun. Alright, it's late now. And I have so many more things to talk about, but they're all Bravo related. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a whole nother episode. It's going to be a Bravo edition, just so I don't have this podcast drag on into another hour. So thank you all so much for joining me. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. It's super duper hot. I don't know if it's hot where you are, but it's hot here on the East Coast, baby. And I hope you drink a lot of water and stay hydrated. I'm going to go make me something to eat for dinner. And again, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening.